Hello Chasers! Today we're going to talk about the concept of working on your business rather than in it. Imagine this if you can. You're in your business, you're answering phones, talking with team members, fighting fires, juggling all the elements of your business at once. Marketing, sales, management, operations, finances, cash flow, debtors, creditors, suppliers, and more. You're extremely busy and you've just realized that you forgot to eat lunch again and someone unexpected has just walked in the door. Unfortunately, that means you're going to have to spend time with them instead of completing that paperwork you really wanted to finish. Oh well, you'll take it home and do it tonight. Sound familiar? This is what working in your business means. You're in the midst of it and trying to handle everything and be everything to everybody. Picture this instead. You've taken a few steps back from your business and you're looking at it objectively, saying, without me, what would happen? What do I want to happen? What needs to be done to free me up from working in it all the time? If your business were a lump of clay, what would you mould it into? Just thinking about it, you can sense the huge difference this could make. Imagine taking some time away from your day-to-day tasks and looking at your business in the long term. Think of the creative ideas or opportunities you could come up with. This is working on your business. The secret is not to work in your business, but to work on it. Stephen R. Covey in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, says to begin with the end in mind. In other words, whenever you start a process, understand exactly what the end point is before you start. Now think about that in the context of a business. How many business owners actually do that? Why did you get into business? Financial independence? To be your own boss? To spend more time with your family? Is it happening for you? The fact is, most of us jump or fall into business. Before we know it, we are so busy, we have no time to think about what we want from the business, how it will be shaped, and what it will be like the day we retire or sell it. End in mind thinking makes a profound difference. Let's take two different hamburger restaurants for example. When Ray Kroc founded McDonald's, he had absolutely no intention of working behind the counter. In fact, he never even made a hamburger. He began with a different end in mind. He envisioned thousands of McDonald's stores around the world, each doing exactly the same thing in a predictable manner. Knowing that, he knew he wouldn't be able to work in them. They would have to work without him. He then developed processes and systems structured around how to hire people, the colour the restaurant should be, the way a restaurant should be managed, right down to the way they should heat their buns. All of this occurred by having a vision, 
determining what needed to be done to get there, and then carefully going over every little detail. Now contrast that with owners who run a typical hamburger place. They're doing it, doing it, doing it every single day. And that's precisely because they didn't begin with the end in mind. They set up a business that depended on the owner doing everything. Their only vision was of ordering the goods to make the hamburgers, doing the stock control, frying the fries, grilling the burgers, buttering the buns, wrapping it up and ringing up the sale, and then hoping to make ends meet at the end of the day. In the late 1990s, I attended a seminar by Michael Gerber, who was on a world tour promoting his book, The E-Myth Revisited, Why Most Small Businesses Don't Work and What to Do About It. And it had a profound effect on me and set my business off in a different direction from where it was heading. He points out in his book that it's a myth that most businesses are started by entrepreneurs Gerber suggests that most businesses are actually started by a person suffering from an entrepreneurial seizure. That is, instead of creating a business that works, we create a business that is us. A business that often becomes all-consuming. And worse yet, when it all becomes too much, we sell our most precious asset for far less than what it would have been worth if we had started with the end in mind. But it doesn't have to be that way. There really is another path. Consider again the true purpose of your business. Once you get the thought processes of beginning with the end in mind going, the true purpose comes out. Isn't the purpose of a business to create life? For you, your loved ones, your team members, your customers, and for the people with whom you interact. An important step to start working on your business is to develop systems for everything. A number of things happen when you do this. First, you don't have to perform the process. Second, it empowers your team members to take on more responsibility. And third, when you systemize, you automatically develop what we call the way we do it here. A central theme in Gerber's e-myth is that most businesses fail or never reach their full potential because their owners spend too much time doing the work that the business does rather than managing and growing it. Creating a systemized way of doing things not only makes the business run in a totally predictable way, it also makes your business worth much, much more because it doesn't have to rely on you to operate it and be there. Think about this concept by comparing the local hamburger store to McDonald's. In which company would you rather own shares? McDonald's most likely. Why? Because McDonald's makes better hamburgers. <laughs> Probably not. You'd pick McDonald's shares because the company works like clockwork. No matter which one you visit, they all have completely systemized processes that make them consistently high quality and very successful. What happens when you get to the end? 
If you really can begin with the end in mind and create a systemized way of getting there, then it means that the business must have an end point. That is, there must be a point when you can stand back and say, now it's finally done. If at that point you decide to sell the business, you're handing over a business worth many times more than when you started, simply because you thought about and developed the systems that allow the business to function successfully without you. And if you decide to stay involved in the business in some way, you know now that it can function independently of you. It's not your life. You've developed a business that you're a part of, yet you're still apart from it. Walt Disney tells the story of being asked by a child if he was the one that drew Mickey Mouse. I had to admit I do not draw anymore, said Disney. Then do you think up all the jokes and stuff, asked the child. No, I don't do that either, admitted Disney. Finally, the child looked at him and said, Mr. Disney, just what do you do? Well, sometimes I think of myself as a little bee, Disney explained. I go from one area of the studio to another and gather pollen and sort of stimulate everybody. I guess that's the job I do. Good thinking, Walt. I just love this concept of managing the business and not working in it. The legacy, or the bits of pollen if you will, that Disney left behind still exists today and will for a long time to come. He created systems and processes that resulted in an indelible way of doing things here. That includes empowered team members sharing a truly magic culture and passion for what they do and millions of happy customers who come back again and again. So, if you want a different kind of business, one that doesn't depend on you, and one that you are managing and not working in, then you need to think differently about it. Thank you for listening. I'm Chris Becks, and I look forward to bringing you another episode soon. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support The Chasers channel, we would love you to share it with your business friends and colleagues. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from CBEX Business Solutions for Good, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com CBEX, Instagram at CBEX, and on the internet at CBEX.com. Thanks again, and we'll be sharing new info with you on our next episode.